Well, it's like, I mean, it's hard to not be like traumatized by it. I still, when she goes to bite her leg or something, I'm like, ah, don't do that. Hello, friends with dogs. Last episode, I asked you guys to come up with some names for yourself. And we did get a few submissions. I got friends with dogs, with the dog gang. Someone else said paparazzi, like P-U-P, which was a throwback to our Facebook group, was initially called with the dog paparazzi. So all very good ideas. I'm still torn. If you have any more ideas, let me know. Or maybe I just say, hey, awkwardly, as I usually do. But... In the meantime, while we figure that out, this is the With a Dog podcast, a podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and I interview veterinarians, trainers, products, and some really awesome fellow pet parents about how you can get the most out of life with a dog. Last week's episode was all about allergies with a veterinary dermatologist, and this week is kind of like a follow-up to that where I sit down with my friend Kelsey to talk about her pretty overwhelming experience with her dog's allergies. So last week was kind of the informative episode about allergies and how to keep your dog's skin healthy. And then this week is more about like dog mom chat, you know, the emotional stressful aspect of dealing with a dog with allergies. In this conversation with Kelsey, we talk about how she first noticed Ava's allergies. Ava is her little corgi and how Kelsey sought out veterinary help, and kind of we end the episode talking about her learnings through all of it. As many of you know, Lupin, my dog, who is my oldest, he's my foxhound, he has some pretty intense allergies as well, both to food, products, and environmental allergies. So during this episode, I add in some of my commiserations and learnings from my experience with Lupin as well. Also, a few of you who have been with us since the beginning know that Kelsey is actually a returning guest. She came on this time last year as our second guest ever. I think her episode was called Damn That Gram, where she talked about how she got her dogs, Ava and Aspen, and how to take such amazing photos of them, which you can find on her Instagram at littlepnwpups. So after this episode, if you want to know more about Kelsey, then definitely go check that episode out as well. And also, last but not least, co-host Izzy will be returning for our monthly scoop episode for May next week. So make sure you turn into the episode next week as well. And you can do a little catch up and Izzy will update us on what she's been up to as well as everything that's happened in the dog world in May. But for now, let's jump into it with Kelsey. I'm working like crazy, so it's that's good. Be a wild few months. That's good. Yeah. Good for you. Weddings are picking yeah. back up. Yeah. And I'm like being slowly eased back in. I only have two this month and then three in June and then July, like full speed ahead till October. I feel like I want to be your assistant. Not that I know anything <laughs> about photography, but I I would just love to be there directing people and just looking at all of the pretty 
dresses yeah, and everything. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's not all glamorous, but no, it's fun no. for the most part. <laughs> I remember how hard our photographers worked at our wedding, so mm-hmm. I can only imagine. And he was he was a boss. He was amazing. I absolutely I still like follow him on Facebook and I'm like, I love you. Aww, so <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, how are you otherwise? How are the dogs? Yeah, they're good. Um they're loving the weather. I'm loving the weather. Um, Ava is like meant to be a desert dog. I feel like based on how much she loves the sun. Yeah. She, her usual like way of letting us know that she needs to go to the bathroom is she goes to our sliding glass door and goes up on her hind legs and like paws at the door like she's running against the glass. (laughs) And that's how we know she needs to go out. But this time of year, she's doing that. All, all the, the time th- all day long because she's like i just want to go sprawl out in the dirt and just get really gross and sunbathe well, and of course we have like nice patio and we have artificial turf and she chooses to just go like sploot in the dirt <laughs> <laughs> every so time cute no albie has been the same albus well albie and Lupi. lupin's always loved laying in the sun and then this is the first I mean, we had Albus last summer, but we were more in transition, like, and we were getting to know him a little bit because we had just adopted him. I Oh, my God. I missed his gotcha day. It was last week and I forgot. Oh, I know. It's so, fine. He doesn't know. No, he doesn't <laughs> he know. do it any day. <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe I'll throw him a party in a little bit. Oh. But yeah. So he, but we dismantled a garden box that we had because- as much as we wanted to garden, it just was it was not happening. And uh, everything was dying. And so we dismantled that. So there's just this pile of dirt. And he's just been laying in it all day, every day. He's so happy in his dirt pile. And I'm just, I'm like, bud, I don't know. Like, it's going to be gone soon. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but yeah, they've been, they've become such buttheads. They just sit outside all day. Yeah. I mean, I would. Yeah. If I had the time to just sunbathe all the time. Heck yeah. Yes. So... Weddings are picking back up, so you've got a busy summer coming up. You yes. you have Aspen, Ava, and Ash. Yes, and we also have a bunny. Oh, that's right. The bunny. Named Benny. He's the the oldest of the crew. He's I think he's eight now. Oh wow. I got him in college, so did we talk about this last time? Because I got a bunny in college I too. <laughs> I don't know. I had like no, yeah. I guess we had the same pets a year ago. Yeah. We've been letting the bunny like run around in our yard recently, um, which I had tried it like a year or two ago and he would just sit there totally frozen with fear. But lately we put him out there and he's like hopping around and going under the trees and loving life. So okay, to do that more in his his elder years, make it enjoyable for him. Yeah. (laughs) So. Oh, that's yeah, so funny. We got a full house. Kelsey, we're like secretly twins, I've decided. Um, <laughs> yeah, just both around the Bay Area, like Northern California, went vacationed in Tahoe, got yes. bunnies in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was basically like, I need to have a pet or multiple. And yeah, that was, you know, what I could have. I feel that's such a college <laughs> decision. Like looking back yeah. now, I'm like... Carly, I don't think getting a bunny was going to cure your seasonal depression of going to college oh. in Portland. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know if that was the cure that, 
that it was supposed yeah. to have. Yeah, it's not the same as a dog, but you know, so it's still something it was to take care of. Just <laughs> having something to take care of, like taking the focus off of yourself and taking care of something else can be therapeutic sometimes, but can also yeah. be very traumatic. So let's talk about <laughs> Ava's allergy. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. the joys of being a pet parent. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I told, I've told all the listeners we're talking about our experiences with our dog's allergies. And I've had the informational episode last week. So, anyone listening, go back and listen to that. I mean, first, maybe, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But that's the informational <laughs> about like the dermatology vet allergy side. Now we're going to talk about our experiences, the real life dog mom life with it yeah which is not fun sometimes no it's been <laughs> it's an ongoing uh process i mean it's so how did it start how did she start yeah how did you realize that she had allergies or what were her symptoms right i was suspicious that she had at least some environmental allergies uh i guess it was last spring that she started showing symptoms but it was super mild at that point like just seemed slightly more itchy and scratching at herself more than usual so i put her on site a point um i think she did it for either like one or two rounds and then she seemed fine through last summer or most of the summer and then towards like september it's got worse again. So I took her back to just her, like, whatever they, what's like a general vet. Yeah. Her, <laughs> yeah. her normal GP. vet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they gave her a side point and I felt like her paws were looking a little like irritated at that point. So I asked the vet to look at them and she was like, oh, they look fine to me. Like, I wouldn't worry about it. Just keep an eye on it. In hindsight, at that is the point that I wish that I had taken her to a dermatologist or something because mm. I think that that was the beginning of a yeast infection. And because my vet was like, don't worry about it, I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. And then it got really out of hand really fast. So what it what you said her paws were looking really irritated and you said you thought she was itchy like in the spring as well mm -hmm. and you guys started the side of point was it like redness or was she just like licking out of the ton or it started so at the beginning it was just like she was scratching at herself more so like scratching her ears scratching her neck biting at her like back or mm -hmm. whatever just like yeah. generally just a little bit more itchy and then yeah in the fall it was more obvious and then um let's see once this like dose of cytopoint that we did in the fall wore off um it got like a hundred times worse her paws were super irritated and red and had like like the yeast infection at that point was really bad it was goopy and like oh. she had like dark red I remember you posting <laughs> on Instagram, like on your stories about it. And yeah. it was just so because I've worked in the vet field. So I've seen it. And I've also seen, you know, not great with Lupin with his various mm -hmm. things over the years. But that it looked like 
it was rough. It was not yeah. like, oh, red and itchy. It was it was bad. Yeah, it was sucks. bad. And it was like to the point where she like couldn't not be in an e-collar, like a cone e-collar, mm-hmm. um, without just going like Attacking. nonstop oh. licking her feet. She couldn't. I mean, I'm sure she was just so uncomfortable and um yeah, it got really, really bad at that point, and I was like, okay, I need to get her another dose of Soita Point. But our vet was like, oh, we can't get you in for like two to three weeks. I was like, really? For a shot? It will take you five seconds. My dog yeah. is like so struggling. And a, okay, so a Soita Point, just for everyone listening though, and this, yeah, there is an episode that our guest last week, the Derm Vet, she has her own podcast, the Derm Vet Podcast. She has an episode talking about the differences between Apoquil and Soita Point. I just listened to it a couple weeks ago and I was like, thank you. I mean, it, it's aimed yeah. <laughs> it's aimed towards veterinarians, so it was, it was a bit scientific, but it was really nice because I was like, I just know the names of these, like, drugs, but don't know what they do. So, Cytopoint is the injection, like a once a month-ish injection, yeah. right? And then it kind of- And it of can like- last up to eight weeks. For her now, it lasts up to eight weeks. Okay. All right. So, it, it yeah. is, I think she did say that in her episode. It's like it- something that builds upon itself Mm -hmm. um okay so you had done that it kind of worked now it got terrible and they couldn't get you in at all in the fall and yeah you would think that that would just be like a tech appointment that they could just come you know just a quick like injection in and out see you i mean you know like whatever we don't we don't know their circumstances or right and i know like the vet field in general has just been totally insane the last year so but i can't their office was super a mess yeah yeah (laughs) but i can't even imagine i can't imagine the emotional toll though on you being like my dog is so uncomfortable she's in a cone 24 7 like we need some kind of immediate relief for her and then not being able to get that would have been I mean that would have hiked up my anxiety 200 percent yeah it did for sure and that's what catapulted me into going to a dermatologist because I was like she needs to get in somewhere um I don't even really care where she goes but yeah. <laughs> like she needs relief now um and I mean her, the, her process all the different things we tried and the vets we saw was, I don't know if it's, it's probably not going to be interesting for me to go into every detail, but no, no, I feel, I mean, I think go into as much as you want, basically, you know, but, but yeah, like, I think it is good for people to hear all of the measures that you did have to take because I had to do the same thing. And I feel like it also explains a little bit, you know, when someone's like, can I give your dog a treat? And you're like, no, yeah. <laughs> like, please don't. I don't know what's you in it. You don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and again, did you feel like, like once she got to that point where she was just so itchy, miserable, did you feel like the symptoms came really quickly? Because that's how I felt with Lupin. I was like, he was itchy one day and then a week later he had like open wounds and i was like what like i was keeping an eye on this i was cleaning it like i thought we were doing the right thing and then it was just overnight it felt like yeah it did feel that way it felt like oh she has mild allergies and then it was like this yeast infection and that's really what the biggest thing for her was just like exploded and what it felt like was overnight and 
Um, I'm sure we weren't doing everything right. I mean, one thing we tried because we were just trying everything to keep her from going after it. We put like booties on her, yeah, which was literally like the exact opposite of what we should have done because we were suffocating. And li- she was only wearing them for like two hours, yeah. Um, but we took them off, and it was like, you know, it looked like glue. Like we're pulling them off, and there's like oh. so much nastiness just oh. all over. It was bad. Could Aspen tell that something was wrong? Was he like, what are you doing to Ava? Or was he just like chilling? I feel like he's just such a like aloof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> golden retreat. <laughs> classic golden. Like everything's great all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we end up or I ended up taking her to this dermatologist and I'll preface this with the fact that I didn't end up staying with this dermatologist. I didn't totally love her approach um which i didn't really learn until after the fact but she had us on a regimen that's like a little bit outdated um in terms of treating allergies she put her on a steroid versus just putting her on like cytopoint or apoquil yeah and that caused the yeast infection to get like even worse Mm -hmm. and then I honestly don't remember what else we were doing at that point, but we, I mean, we were definitely doing baths, like medicated baths, like multiple times a week, um, soaking her paws like multiple times a day. Mm. Um, she was on several medications and then a medicated uh, diet as well. And if you listen to the last episode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, she did a better job at explaining how you determine like food allergies versus environmental. But basically, we were trying to determine, you know, if we put her on this food trial, um, is she still having symptoms after eight weeks? And, you know, go from there trying to determine what the cause is, because that's really the biggest thing you can treat the symptoms. Um, but if they're still being exposed to like, the food that you're giving them maybe they're allergic to it or something in the environment then nothing's gonna get better yeah um and honestly i feel like we're still in the midst of figuring that out how did her yeast infection eventually go away or tone down yeah it took i think it took like four months before I could confidently say that there wasn't any more yeast. So we did this protocol with this dermatologist for like nine weeks. And I really just was not feeling like things were getting better. Every time I tried to reach out, I felt like I was getting shut down and it just wasn't, it just probably wasn't a good fit. Mm -hmm. I don't think she was a bad like practitioner, but um, I ended up, switching to a vet that is here in Vancouver partially for diet reasons because I wanted to switch Ava to a raw food diet um and this other vet was like super super against that and I know there's a lot of opinions about you know raw food versus kibble well at that point I'm sure it was like try anything you know oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, just I've been there too it's like throw anything against the wall and hopefully something sticks had you been wanting to switch her to a raw diet for a while or was it just like with Um, the allergies you were like let's try this 
I had thought about it, but this, yeah, this definitely like pushed me towards it. Yeah. And I had talked to like tons of people through Instagram that had had similar experiences and they told me that it helped their dog. So I was like, oh my gosh, I need to try this. And I'm definitely not going to sit here and be like, raw food cured my dog because I don't think that that alone is like what fixed it. But I do believe that it helped her specifically. Yeah. Um, so I was looking for a vet that had experience treating skin issues, but that also had, uh, so she's a DVM, like a registered vet, yeah. whatever. Um, but she also did like additional schooling in like naturopathic veterinary okay. stuff. Yeah. So she uses both to treat like all of her patients, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't actually end up doing like any naturopathic stuff with Ava just because there's not really any great stuff for yeast infections, at least that she um, would use, but she's amazing. She's been great. We've been going to her now, um, probably for the last like four or five months Mm -hmm. and she put us on an entirely new regimen. We like basically started from square one we did a brand new food trial we switched like all her medications and once we started doing this new regimen i finally was feeling like we were seeing progress that's like every week was just slowly getting better Mm -hmm. which was such a relief because we had tried so many other things and just nothing was working yeah. So to see any progress was, you know, was super exciting. Uplifting. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I know that exact feeling like Lupin, because certain parts, and it's probably the same with Ava, like his legs are white. And so you can just mm. see he almost looks like dirty because the skin behind his white fur is pink. And so you can oh. see the difference when he is like his skin underneath is healthy because he's just he looks like his coat is looks as it's supposed to. It's white. It doesn't look like dirty and it's not just saliva staining. It's just like you can tell the skin behind it is clear and healthy. Right. And I know I'm so in tune with <laughs> with all of that. I'm like he's flaring up and Mike's like no, like he's fine. Look, he's not licking himself. I'm like I can tell it looks hit, look at his legs. They look slightly dirty. But yeah. But maybe that's just my neuroticness. Um <laughs> Well, it's like, I mean, it's hard to not be like traumatized by it. I still like when she goes to, you know, bite her leg or something, I'm like, ah, don't do that. Yeah, no, exactly. And then, but it's just when you see that modicum of improvement, when it's been so bad for so long, that feeling is just, it's amazing. (laughs) You're just like, oh my God, thankfully, you know, you're finally healthy because that's, that's really the thing as much as it's like. I feel like allergies aren't taken as seriously amongst other dog parents or people in the dog community, not necessarily vets, but just like in general, because it's like, oh, okay, they're just itchy, like dogs itch. Mm-hmm. But really, it's it's a whole nother le- level. It's like, no, their entire body is itchy and red and inflamed. And you know that that inflammation could cause further other issues in their body and it's just and it takes so long for it to heal as well and so Mm -hmm. you just it's kind of it feels like a never-ending story until you finally get some success so that's so nice that you that you were able to find a veterinarian that you felt really comfortable with 
and we're good with her practices. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really great. Um, and she just, I find this personally too, like trying to find a doctor that I feel like is, you know, listening to me and really understanding, you know, my values and what I'm looking for. And this vet, like on our first visit, and it's all weird because of COVID. So I don't, you know, I'm not going inside with Ava. I'm like on the phone, but I think I spent like an hour and a half on the phone with her. Like she really wanted to hear like every single detail and really understand everything and just made me feel like so seen and heard more than I had by like any other vet ever. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's so important. That's um, so important. And you can tell like it just it's one of those things that's so hard to pinpoint and maybe I'll do an episode or something like this down the road but it's so hard to pinpoint when you just jive with a vet but mm-hmm. some it, it is it's it's very personal sometimes and um when I was talking to Dr. Ashley last week she was saying um she's like you know that there's some owners that really want to deep dive into the like source behind the allergies which is kind of like what you and I did. And she said, there's some owners that literally are just, I don't know what the source is. Can you just, you know, put them on something? And then the dog's on Apoquil or a hydrolyzed protein diet for the rest of their life. And like, and the owner's fine with that. And that is fine too. You know, it's just, it's so individual, like what you want as a dog parent and what you have the capacity to do. And I mean, yeah, both of us are in, the dog world and so we're like let's get to the source like what is the issue let's (laughs) fix this but also it sounds like you did a ton of research yourself so like what did you do to learn more about skin allergies and stuff yeah I mean I did some I tried not to do too much because going down the google you know medical loophole is not always the best but um yeah I I mean, I taught, I got a lot of useful advice from other pet parents that had been through super similar issues. Um, I've never felt like so supported by like the dog Instagram community than when I was going through this with Ava. And I, I still have people message me like all the time, like, how's Ava's, how's Ava doing? And just checking in on her. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah. And yeah, just like general research. I listened to like a handful of podcasts. And um, this was at the time where I was really just like trying anything and everything, mm-hmm. um, trying to find some relief. So yeah, I wouldn't say I did like a ton on my own. But but I think you did more than some people do. And, and I think it's getting yeah. there. It's getting to the point now, I feel like in the dog world that it is in the dog parent world, it is more normal to start searching for answers yourself to being your dog's own advocate as well as searching out that community that's dealt with the same thing, the allergies themselves Mm -hmm. as well. So yeah, I think it is getting more normal to do that, but who knows, you know, I just had a, a guy over to do some work in our house and I was talking to him and he has a golden retriever who has a bunch of allergies and he was like, I don't know. I just put him on this food that the vet recommended and I, it's fine. Like he, he still gets itchy, but it works. And, and I was like, but 
like it to me i couldn't comprehend because i was like <laughs> but what is he allergic to you know are you keep like is it is it a protein <laughs> is it like environmental and he's like i don't know i bring him to work with me so other people feed him and i can't really control that so i just i just oh, keep on this diet and i'm like <laughs> and you know of course i'm like oh my god i'm over here the person you know if lupin gets one you know, piece of crumb off the ground. I'm like, no. And, <laughs> and this guy is like totally chill about it. So it is interesting how different people deal with it differently. And you went down the road of, you know, asking for help. And it was nice that you had such a big following to be able to post these things. One, so you could get help from other people, like you said, but two, so you could show your experience like the real life behind it of like constantly having to bathe these Ava's paws and the cone that she was in and all that stuff. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I I did get to a point where, you know, that at the towards the beginning, I was just, you know, like, please help desperate, like, tell me what worked for you. Um, I did get to a point eventually where I was like, okay, I'm cutting off the advice train because I can't do it anymore. Like, I'm deciding what I think is best for her. Yeah. If you disagree, like, keep it to yourself. Because I was getting... There was a point where I got a little overwhelmed with opinions. Mm. Um, But for the most part, people were great. Yeah. And yeah, I'm glad I didn't I didn't have to go through it alone. That is the, the double-edged sword a little bit of, yeah. you know, you're getting people's advice, but then you're also getting their opinions on whatever course of action that you do take and right it's true it can be really you know even for people who don't have a platform and tons of commentary coming in it can be really weird for other people who aren't familiar with the dog allergy situations I don't know. But basically what I'm saying is, you know, when I'm like, no, don't give Lupin a treat to the old lady at the dog park. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. He has allergies or something. She literally doesn't understand. Like, she's literally like, but it's chicken. And I'm like, yeah, he can't have it. And and I feel so Mm -hmm. bad because I feel like this. I feel like other people just don't understand sometimes why I'm so over the top. And it makes me feel... You know, more often than not, I just say like, oh, he has a really sensitive stomach or he has an upset stomach or something like that. Or he's had some digestive issues and then they they're fine with going along their way. Or they're like, oh, well, I have this aromatherapy spray that works really great for my dog's allergies. And I'm like, I don't want your opinion on this. (laughs) Yeah. And then after you've been through so much, it can be hard to take comments like that sometimes. But yeah. Yeah. Saying no to the treats is like the hardest thing still. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'd be, I mean, we still, she, we have found that pork works for her. Mm-hmm. And so for now, I'm just like not messing with that. I'm like, I'm just going to keep her on that um, until I'm mentally yeah. <laughs> stable enough to test other things. But yeah, I'm like, eventually it'd be nice to give her more than one protein because it's very limiting. It is. And tons of like supplements and, other things that you wouldn't think of have like it other protein in it. Like we just recently got like a CBD treat that has chicken stock in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, she can't have it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's extra hard too when you have multiple dogs or multiple animals mm-hmm. and then you're, you know, like you can switch them all to the same diet, which is what 
I've done with Lupin and Albie because I'm just like, sorry, Albus, you're on lamb and that's yeah. how it's going to be. <laughs> but he probably doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like we're still sneaking him pieces of bacon or something under the table because I'm like, he can have it. It's so weird to have a dog that has options in life. <laughs> yeah well aspen yeah i mean it's the same thing aspen can have literally anything and you know we work with a lot of brands and stuff and they're sending us stuff all the time like Mm -hmm. big boxes of all these kinds of treats i'm like well (laughs) yeah only one of my dogs can have it so that's a bummer but hopefully someday one day eventually we'll get closer to figuring it out i don't know um (laughs) well just to round it out you've kind of you've told us Ava's story about the allergies and what you had to go through this whole last year especially I mean add on COVID in there it's <laughs> I mean the yeah. added stress yeah. so as far as you and and Jake your partner how did you guys manage how taxing was it mentally emotionally financially all of that aspect um definitely very emotionally taxing i am more of like a worrier anxious person in general and jake is super like even keeled like not stressed in general Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm usually the one that takes on that part and then he's over there like it's fine just fine (laughs) um and he works a lot so i was always the one taking her to the appointments and stuff so a lot of like the emotional burden fell on me but that's like sort of a personal problem too (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no i get that but even just having to do to add in the whole routine of bathing her you know, multiple times a week and soaking her paws, things like that yeah. is, that's hard. I can barely mm-hmm. deal with my daily normal routine. Like, yeah, it was a lot. Um, and then at, towards the end when her yeast infection was pretty much gone, she ended up with like a skin staph infection. Oh my God. Just because her like skin barrier was so weak at that point. So then that was like, that was like almost even worse for like two weeks. I think we were having to soak her paws in this like, I don't remember what it was, but uh, some liquid mm-hmm. <laughs> like multiple times a day and she hated oh, it I bet. so much. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, there's, there's all the things that were, were tough. And I feel like it's a little bit easier to talk about now because I, we're partially on the other side like things are much much better Mm -hmm. but i still i mean the second that her cyto point shot is running out like the itchiness comes right back Mm. so i know for a fact there's environmental allergies at play especially this time of year yeah so that's kind of our next beast that we're gonna try to go down that road i guess and see what we can do for her but it doesn't feel over. There's no, like, there's not really like a, there's some relief, but there's still, you know, a big part of me that's like, we haven't, we haven't really solved the problem yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it's, and it's one of those yeah. things that sometimes, sometimes I feel like it's never solved. And like, I don't want to round this episode out with that <laughs> really negative point of view. But last week, Dr. Ashley, the Dermbet cheat said, she was like, this is a lifelong, you know, skin disease. 
basically at the end of the day, which which absolutely sucks. But it's it's good to know like where you stand and what the treatment protocols and paths that you can go down are. So it's like this whole last year you focused on figuring out Ava's food allergies. Now it's like, okay, let's go into the environmental aspect as well. Yeah. And I I think it can be maybe scary to be listening to this, especially if you're like just seeing the initial signs and you're like, oh, there's going to be months and months of like treatments and trying to figure this out and just know that it gets better and you'll figure out a treatment plan that does work for your dog. And um, I mean, even though Ava is on medication, still works really well for her and Mm -hmm. she's comfortable like 95% of the time and is living a great little happy life so laying out in the dirt in the sun yeah yeah she's totally fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think that's the thing is just if we could round it out with learnings that you've had and then i'll add in some of mine too is it sounds like you know advocate for yourself and for your dog you know find a vet that you really like do your own research if you want but also recognize that you do not have a veterinary degree and so you know so it's like learn as much as you can but keep in mind that a lot of the stuff can be allegorical and and just stories from other people and just like do your best I think it's like I think sometimes we're just so hard on ourselves of like my dog is uncomfortable I need to fix this and and it can be really hard emotionally but I think at the end of the day, because I've gone through through that with Lupin, you know, he would have hot spots on his back where he would it would literally be like an open wound, and I was just like, I was like, oh my god, you know, we have just like the the looking at him, and I was like, he's such a beautiful boy, but he's has like open wounds on his back, and and it is just so hard. But you have to take a step back and be like, am I doing as much as I can? And more often than not, the answer is yes. I mean, if you're even listening to this, then you're probably way ahead of the game of a dog parent who cares. So, <laughs> so I so think, true. yeah, yeah, you're here, you care. Yes. And so I think, I feel like those are some of the top advice that I have and for everyone. And it sounds like, as you said to Kelsey, as you kind of just mentioned, it will get better. It's never going to be perfect, but it will get better. And you just have to keep up that hope while you're going through the trenches yeah and just like give yourself and your dog grace and be patient because it's it's definitely not an issue that has like a quick fix so um god just trust that there's another side you'll make it (laughs) (laughs) you will make it and then also if you notice your dog is itchy go to the vet now do not because as we both just said like Lupin would be slightly red and itchy and then it it honestly just felt like overnight or like two, three days later, he would have open wounds under his fur. And you're just like, what? where did this come from? Now you're at this whole other stage of treatment, just like Ava was with her yeast infection. You're like, mm-hmm. I was doing everything. Like, wh- what the heck? So if you your dog is presenting with allergies, go speak to your vet, see if you can get a referral to a dermatologist if you feel like that's if you you and your vet feel like that's necessary and go from there 
Thank you for sharing your and Ava's story, Kelsey. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Happy to. Yeah, thank you for sharing the story today and also on your Instagram for this whole last year. It's been really nice to, I mean... I don't want to say nice to see Ava in pain, poor girl, but also <laughs> it's been it has been <laughs> nice to actually see someone else going through all of that. I really wish I documented more of Lupin's allergies over the years. So um I think we'll round it out. If anyone wants to follow you and Ava and Aspen and Ash, then where can they find you? <laughs> uh and benny instagram sorry and benny (laughs) benny doesn't really make a common appearance neither does well ash is on our stories sometimes wrestling with the dogs but mostly me and the dogs uh yeah our instagram is little pnw pups so like little pacific northwest pups perfect and then also if anyone needs a photographer oh Uh, yeah, I'm a full-time wedding and elopement photographer based in the Pacific Northwest, but always willing to travel anywhere. So uh, my business name is just Kelsey Strauss Photography. Uh, my Instagram is Kelsey Strauss Photo. Perfect. All right. And then you guys can find us at With a Dog Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, though I, I have not made many TikTok videos in a while. So... Maybe I need to stop advertising that to people. But also our Facebook group is called I'm With a Dog. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. All content on With a Dog podcast is for informational purposes only and should not replace professional advice, treatment or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer or behaviorist.